0: why hello oh and he have ak right here perfect perfect let me see yes you're in the thing hey ak what's going on i'm good how are you i'm doing well thanks for like yeah hopping in life is life and it sounds like
1: it most certainly is but you know just trying to take it one step at a time and show up where i can
0: that is what we are all doing. So, thank you so much everyone for being here today for another creative brunch chat. And all of this 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 forum, this platform is is a way for creative people who most of the time when we're at like the networking events and the conferences, we're there for a purpose. We're trying to see, can we get on each other's projects? It's like, what deals are people doing? But, you know, sometimes you just wanna hear about what what folks are doing in the industry. You just wanna hear what projects people are working on and really just connect on a human level with other people who are doing like the same stuff you're doing. And so this idea originally started because I was connecting quotation fingers with all these folks on LinkedIn who had these like amazing titles and they're working at these amazing companies and we'd connect and literally never say anything to each other, just sort of stalk each other's post. And so this was a way to actually casually just be like, Hey, who are you? What are you, what are you up to? So this particular uh, Creative Brunch Chat, which I'm very happy we can have them virtually, because it's cold outside and I'm not going to brunch today for real, Um, happens to be with two very, of course, amazing, creative ladies who are doing amazing things. And so uh, first, I would love for y'all to just sort of introduce yourselves and then I'm going to poke and pry to see what y'all are up to. So Deja, if you wouldn't mind, um, who are you and what do you do?
2: Hey, thanks so much for inviting me. Um, I'm Deja White, and I do a lot of things. <laughs> um, but I'm a career marketer, um, so I've done everything, digital, events, nonprofits, um, operations, whatever a company needed help with. I stepped into the creative marketer role or the generalist marketing role, um, and I get rolled up my sleeves and did it. Um, currently, I'm more in that operations space again, um, and I'm helping um, companies build up their basic marketing operations. Um, and that's what I do when I'm on the clock. When I'm outside of the office, I talk about career. So I help young professionals um, who are in college or transitioning out and maybe one to two years out of college um, put together a plan to figure out the, where they want to go and what they want to do in their careers. So um, you'll find me floating around LinkedIn talking about careers a lot as well.
0: Oh, yes. Yes, we will. We're going to talk about that that blue LinkedIn icon that has popped up next to your name lately, uh, very shortly. Um, and so, yes, our other guest at the virtual brunch table today. Now, do you want me to refer to you as AK
1: or Amira? Um, Either one, AK or Amira is fine. I, I work with both.
0: Okay, groovy. Well, um, let's go with AK. That sounds
1: cool. AK, who are you? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, the AK stands for Amira Kahira, and the name of my consulting business is Amira K Consulting. Um, so I go by AK, AKC, or Amira. Um, but I am a holistic equity and wellness consultant. And so oftentimes people ask me, what does that mean? Because holistic equity is kind of like this name that grew on me and grew into the space of my work. I have a background in public health and I did a lot of work around uh, communal wellness and organizing uh, in the earlier parts of my career, along with some marketing for a magazine and some educational uh, work and pursuits. And I got into the space of uh, holistic equity consulting because I really noticed a gap between the DEI work, those uh, racial and gender equity, um, you know, logistics and operational logistics, and so for me, my work lands in the middle of that in terms of helping people to uh, get to a space where, if they're in the the field of service or nonprofit work or even at other businesses, that their needs are met just as they are serving the needs of their community. So that really grew out of uh, not only my own career experience working in nonprofit and a short space, short time in corporate, but then also just my background. A lot of my mentors and elders uh, who I lean on and lift up in my work were activists and organizers. So I really just want people to live happy, whole, and healthy lives. So I'm all about that for myself, and that's essentially what Uh, My work is about, so I would say it's creative and it's delivery and that it's different, but it fits the functionality and purpose of my life. So I do hang out a little bit on LinkedIn. I would say if you want to connect with me, connect with me on my personal LinkedIn and follow the AmeriK Consulting LinkedIn page.
0: Amazing, so fun fact about how I connected with AK. I actually met AK at a vision board making party a few weeks ago so this was actually like a in IRL, in person, like, oh, you're cool, you should come be on this thing that I do um, scenario, which is, you know, it's something I'm trying to get back into, you know, leaving the house when it's not freezing. Um, So yes, super excited to have you here and to connect with you once again. And so I kinda wanna start there, to be honest. Um, The vision board exercise was very, almost like, It really helped to ground me in focusing on what I wanted to do this year, both with my creative practice, with my my personal life, my family. So for both of you, it's still, you know, January, I guess January is almost over, but I guess we're still kind of in the like new year mindset, maybe. Um, what are some of your thoughts, plans, aspirations for 2024, both in the, the business sense, in your. 9 to 5 and your your creative entrepreneurship and your life. Um, what are your 2024 vibes right now?
2: Oh, I'll start. Um, I, you made me go grab my vision board. Hey. I also went to a vision boarding party um, a couple of weeks ago and it's very colorful. Um, I really want to get back into traveling this year. Um, about two years ago, I like dropped everything and <laughs> went to live in South America for about four months. Um, I don't know if I'll be doing that again this year, but I at least want to travel more. Um, and when I'm not traveling, I feel like I'm stuck sometimes. So definitely that. Um, I I'm also gonna put this out there. I I give away services for free a lot. Um, so setting some boundaries and charging people, (laughs) Um, especially when it comes to the career development, career readiness work that I do. Um, So whether it's speaking at conferences or speaking at colleges, whatever I'm I'm called to do or asked to do, it it, it has to be uh, some funds attached to that. So um, this year is all about just being very intentional about what I'm doing, whether it's traveling or doing the work or getting paid to do the work that I do. Um, I just have to be selective with my yeses um, and also be firm with my noes, especially if it's draining me. So that's my focus for this year.
0: I feel that is such a real sentiment, especially for folks in creative careers. Um, it's in a way that I don't hear about for other industries, right? People just being like, you know, like this project is a labor of love and I really want you to come work on it. Like we don't have a budget for it, but you know, we just really want you. And it definitely is that sort of balance of like, I get it. Like I I definitely have been there and I've needed help and and volunteers and people to lift up, you know, projects I was doing. But at a certain point in your creative entrepreneurship journey, how do you, you know, justify giving away the services that you worked hard to, you know, acquire those skills for free and also still being like a good citizen? And uh, yes, what you just said is so real. (laughs) Yes.
2: Yeah, I I will say that like piggybacking off of what you said there are people who are in their careers who need to get their feet wet and need um that practice so those are the people that those opportunities are for you can outgrow that type of space and those opportunities um so that's how i'm framing it i'm like yeah i'm just no longer in that space but there is someone out there who is in that space and needs that practice. And, and and work um, for their portfolio. So that's who deserves those opportunities at this time or needs them. So that's how I look at it. Love that, yes,
0: yes. Ascending to new uh, career plateaus and ascending away from uh, doing stuff for free. Love that, love that. A.K., what are your 2024 vision board vibes thus far?
1: Yes. Um, Well, first, I'm so glad that we met at that vision board party. It's nice to see the transition from a conversation to just reality. Um, And I definitely echo your sentiments and Deja's sentiments about shifting from one space to the other. And I feel like that's a huge part of my business values and my life values is knowing when to move on and understanding how to build a legacy and culture for yourself. And going from that space of, you know, I'm doing that for me. One of my goals this year is going from the space of uh, consulting directly into doing more um, standardized or automated services. So a lot of the work that I did was consulting over the past few years as I was building up my business was uh, unique to each client. So I was niching stuff per client. And honestly, that was very draining. I enjoyed the process and it allowed me to really flex my creative muscle. But now I want to shift more so into a more standardized process that then would allow me to have more room to do more creative things with clients on top of just the baseline of what they need and that I've been offering. So recognizing those patterns, uh, I would also say for this year, doing less busy work and more intentional tactile specific work Um, i think in the space of being creative we can get so caught up in the excitement of work or the excitement of a project or the excitement of designing or creating or putting something together Um, but then there's all of the administrative and logistical things so finding some balance between doing those things while also doing the things that are there to pay the bills and I would say last but not least, uh, really living out a full and exciting and thriving life in terms of my health. I've been reading Trisha Hershey's Rest Manifesto. I highly recommend it to everybody. I've been following the NAP ministry for a while and I don't wanna misquote her, but I would, I would say part of equity, part of how we take care of ourselves is due in large in part to how we rest. And how we rest is just as important, if not more important, than the work that we do. Um, so it's totally our right to rest, and that is a huge part of equity that I want to uplift and encourage this year, not only for my clients but definitely for myself. No more running into the ground. It's not worth it, y'all.
0: <laughs> let's 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 stay there for a minute. Let's like first off, all the snaps, all the yes to that. As you know entrepreneurs as entrepreneurs, some of us have nine to five. Some of us, this is what we're doing all the time. We're doing, you know, a million different things for the both of you. Like, I feel like our generation is getting a lot better at recognizing like working all the time and working until we make ourselves physically ill is not good, but it is still sometimes like I'll speak for myself. It's hard to sit still. You know, it's hard to not check emails while you're watching The Simpsons. Okay. I'm talking about myself again. It's hard to not, you know, figure out the next move when you should just be relaxing. And so I'm curious for both of you, like what techniques to, you know, sort of unplug from your work, from the things that you're passionate about? have helped you to uh, foster a culture of rest in your own life?
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll kick it off. Um, so I actually moved to a new place in general um, and that goes back to part of the reason why I lived abroad for about four months. Um, I felt very jittery and anxious all the time and I couldn't Figure out why. So I completely removed myself from my home environment, um, and that helped a lot. When you move to an to a country or to a, a place that's a little bit slowed down, um, and people don't immediately ask you what you do for work and they really don't care, <laughs> um, that helps. It helps you disconnect. Um, and if you're somewhere where you don't speak language. Um, and there's always something new and interesting to do that also helps. Um, but I I, don't, I no longer live in abroad or in a place like that, but I live in the Midwest now. Um, and it still gives me that vibe of slow down. I'm a part of a, a community of other people who Um, have decided to leave their hometowns and we get together and do things in the city. Um, So having a community IRL and not virtually all the time is a really great way to unplug and um, rest and get out and do things. Um, And also being intentional about picking up new hobbies. Um, I always say, try to do things that you're bad at. and the more things you do that you're bad at it you'll start to want to practice and maybe get better at them and that draws draws you away from the things that you're really good at which is sometimes the work that you do um and that's another way to to just move you out of that that realm of things that you're really good at that you focus all your time on and gives you a little bit of a rest and takes your mind away from that type of stuff. So that's a a little bit of what I do, um, but I'm curious as to what y'all do.
0: Oh man, hearing you say that, this is bad. This is so bad. The first thing that popped up in my head was what's a hobby? (laughs) I fall into the space where everything that I do, I accidentally almost, like almost always try to figure out a way to monetize it. You know, I'm like, oh, I actually am kind of good at, you know, some social media videos. I wonder how I can monetize it. Oh, I'm actually kind of good at, you know, this new creative thing I learned about. And that's, that's not good. (laughs) You know, just finding things that you enjoy, for the purposes of enjoying them is important. And thank you, Deja, for reminding us of that. Oh boy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'll say that I'm the same way, but I had to tone it down, especially when your brain feels kind of tired and you're like, actually no, I don't need to I don't need to try to make money from this thing. So you're not alone. Don't feel that
0: thank you. Thank you so much for that that grace. AK, our holistic equity expert How can we, or how have you rather, uh, speaking to you specifically, um, encouraged rest in your own life, in your own practice?
1: Definitely. Well, I have a list for you guys. I love lists. So if anybody's listening, grab your pens um, or type away. So there are, it's a, you know, it's holistic. So there's all types of things. There's all types of moving parts and You know, what works for one person may be different for the other um, because we all have to show up to this life in different ways and show up to our work in different ways. Um, And as you mentioned, you know, with the entrepreneurship and creative business owner journey, what we're all able to do varies from career to career to space to space. Um, But I would say the first thing is just determining, you know, even if it's not a long term view or goal goal. Uh, But just for this moment, like what season of life am I in right now? Um, That could be a season in the way we think of spring, summer, winter, fall. That could be in the space of I'm in a creative or building season. I'm in a season of receiving or harvesting things I worked on or I'm setting up the seeds for a goal or I'm in a mixture. I have different layers but determine what season you're in, because what that will do is help you to not get into a space of comparing your season to somebody else's, which can cause some mental exhaustion and rest from the comparison uh, thing that we tend to do. And this is something that I do. So when I say you, I'm talking to myself as well, I'm talking to myself. Um, so that's one thing. The other is uh, grounding an intentional disconnect. And I was picking this up, Deja, from what you were sharing about, you know, physically removing yourself from a space and going to another space, um, but even being in situations and dynamics where we may not be able to do that move, what has helped me is to disconnect by focusing on my purpose and reconnecting with myself. And so it's just a shift in focus, a shift in and uh, doing an audit or an inventory of where am I giving my attention to and my energy to? and Is there anything draining me? I'm in the space of activism and organizing and within my work as well. And I often hear about people's challenges and it can be very emotionally um, draining and exhausting, but there's purpose and value in that space. And so disconnecting at times is really helpful in understanding and a huge one that I talk about, which is your capacity. What do I have the capacity to do today, this week, tomorrow, this year, what have you? Um, Because that, and and sitting with that without shame, without shame, uh, part of why I got into this work was disconnecting from the narrative that I have to do everything and be everything for everybody in order to be of value. And it's not true. It's not true. Um, So let's see, what else do we have in our list? Shift cycles of viewing work online. I would say definitely support. Creative brunch chats, support spaces where people are encouraging wellness and sustainability, Uh, thinking about how we want to be and live. I would say meditation or some type of spiritual practice that feels good to you and your body, your mind, your soul, leaning into that and just rest at its most basic function. I'm learning to take more naps this year and to rely on people more. that I trust and have relationship with in my life. So nap, sleep, putting my phone down, or just do something joy-giving. I'm similar to Casey and Deja in that I struggle. Habits, I'm like, I mean, hobbies, what are those? (laughs) I'm like, work is my thing. So I would say uh, just be paying attention to what's joy-giving so that even if you're in a space where you have to work, pull some joy from that, whatever it is, if you can, even if it's, I like to color coordinate my Excel charts, make it work for you. So those are some of my applied practices that I've done and things I suggest to other people as well.
0: Lovely. This is a pro nap forum. I just like to like to put that out there. And also, and that's a really good piece of advice. Like Finding joy, even in like the most mundane tasks, color coding your Excel sheet. Um, that's just, yeah, that, uh, that that resonates with me a lot. And thank you both for, for going a little deep for a little bit, talking about rest and wellness. Um, but my one of my favorite things to talk about with creatives as we wrap up today's brunch chat are the wins and I have been, you know, LinkedIn stalking y'all all all week, not on purpose. Like I guess it's the has been showing me more of what y'all been doing. Um, So Deja, I noticed you have a nice little piece of of, of profile candy that is now uh, next to your name upon the LinkedIn. Why don't you tell
1: us a little bit about that?
2: Oh man, you have me laughing. Uh, Listen, I did not expect that at all. Um, but I I say that I like to run my mouth on LinkedIn and I really do. I use LinkedIn like a diary, like a career diary, like a personal life diary. If I have a chat with someone or my parents or family, um, and we come to some sort of a conclusion, I'm like, dang, this is so juicy. I need to share it with the world. I'll just go to LinkedIn and I'll I'll share it. <laughs> so All my mouth running has paid off. Um, I mostly talk about career um, development, especially for young professionals. Um, Just because when I first entered into the corporate space, there was just a lot that I didn't know. Um, I started off with a blog. I still have my blog, um, but I've just transitioned it over to a platform that's a little bit more widespread. Um, I can reach more people. I can have more like fuller conversations. Um, and I just show up often. Um, I also, here's a tip. If you want to be active on LinkedIn, just schedule your post out. That's the secret. Just schedule everything out. Um, and you'll still be active. You can still show up, um, when you can, but that's how it happened. So I, I'm a, I'm a LinkedIn top voice. That's basically like a, a Twitter blue check Mark or Instagram. Um, check mark. Um, but I'm the same person. I'll still be running my mouth and talking about all things career for young professionals, um, and helping people in their careers and on their journeys. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what happened just for me using LinkedIn like a personal career diary.
0: <laughs> Come on, LinkedIn top voice. Congratulations. I look forward to continuing to see all the things that you talk about. And Ak in my accidental uh, LinkedIn stalking of you this week. Uh, I, I mean, actually, you got to explain it to me. It looks like you got a new a new contract. Is this a new client? A new a new deal? What what's going on with you? I, I totally saw something that looked very exciting.
1: Yes, thank you so much. So, um, well, first and foremost, congratulations, Deja. Your posts are phenomenal. And if you guys aren't following her, totally follow her. Um, I learned a few things and just the connection that um, was made through KCU building out this creative brunch chat space. So I'm glad to share the space with a phenomenal person. Um, And so for myself, I would say this past week, I ended up getting a collaborating sponsorship with the United States Council of Muslim Organizations. So essentially, they're like, um, how do I put it? They are the, if you took the Avengers, (laughs) The Avengers of Muslim organizations, they would be uh, what was that like shield or something or the Avengers. And then you have different organizations. So we're collaborating uh, for an event I'm actually doing on Wednesday, January 24th. It's on Zoom. If you go to my page or the AKC or the uh, AmeriKate Consulting LinkedIn page, which you can access from my profile, then you'll see that I'm doing a Privating and policy event. And I've been planning this since December but I really wanted to create a space for people to talk about community building in a nonpartisan way, um, just in a holistic way that was rooted and supported and uplifted different practices of black and brown folks and women and um, indigenous practices. And so this organization decided to collaborate with us. So I'm really grateful and just excited to work with them for this event and hopefully others as well.
0: Amazing. I'm excited for you too. And again, like that's, that's, you know, that's the vibe right now. That's just, just, Oh, wow. I'm looking at, this win that this person did, like good for them. I may not fully know what it's about, but whatever it is, I'm going to celebrate it and tell people about it. And, and that's just, that's the vibe I'm on right now. So speaking of telling people about things, um, I know both of you sort of mentioned uh, some of the things you're doing, some of the places where you are. Um, so outside of LinkedIn, um, are there any ways that people can connect with you, other social media platforms, uh, newsletters, things like that?
2: For me i mostly stick to linkedin um, but i do have a website and it's 24 7 career advice um i even have a a arcade on there (laughs) so if you want to decompress um you can on there um and it's breakroombuddha.com um so yeah linkedin or breakroombuddha.com is where you can find all my content
0: okay we are pro nap and pro arcade on this this forum lovely and AK what about you
1: yes I love all these joy giving activities um I'm primarily on LinkedIn as well so you can follow me or connect with me on my personal page or on the America Consulting LinkedIn page I do have a website it's just americahira.com so my first and last name.com but most often if you want to connect with me talk with me collaborate find out about work or events, or ways that I can support your organization with implementing holistic equity in their practices, then hit me up on LinkedIn. Very, very cool. Well, I
0: mean, I I just, I like spaces like this, right? Like, I didn't want nothing from y'all. Y'all didn't want nothing from me. Y'all didn't want nothing from each other. But I think we know so much more about what's going on now. And I hope to continue to see you on the interwebs, maybe in real life also, and I'm totally rooting for you. And I'm so excited to have had this conversation with the both of you. Um, So yes, we will be posting this on the Could Be Pretty Cool News substack in the coming days for anyone who didn't get the chance. Well, I guess you're listening to this now if you aren't in the room live here. Anyway, it sounds like it's time for some real brunch um, for me and caffeine also. Thank you both so much. I'm looking forward to seeing all the amazing things you're going to be doing this year. And yes, thank you all for listening to yet another amazing Creative Brunch Chat. Have a wonderful, hopefully warm Saturday afternoon. Take it easy, y'all.
2: Amazing. Bye, (laughs) y'all. Thank you.